every time I go back to Casper now, I think of, I think of March 12th and we won that state championship. I mean, I drove up to go hang out with some buddies and first thing in my mind was we won state here. You got to leave a good impression every time I come here. Welcome into the Wild Sports Podcast. I'm your host, David Grapp. Joined alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Robert Munoz. We're going to talk a little high school hoops. Season tips off tomorrow. So we've got Central's Nathaniel Talich on the podcast with us. One of our favorite guys to talk to. Always love talking to Talich. Nate, Nathaniel, however you want to call him. Just don't call him Nathan. Don't call him Nathan. But uh, love talking to Talich, and he's got one of the funniest moments, I think, in WYO Sports podcast history coming up. You're going to want to stick around for the end of the interview. I I was quite literally speechless. I, I didn't even know what to say, honestly. I mean, whew, I'll, I'll, save the, I'll save the whole whole exchange for later in the podcast. Don't want to don't want to go up river here if that gives you any hints. But first, Robert, how's it going? How you been? I've been well. I've been well, Mr. David Graff. Um excited for hoop season to start. That's always a good time. Love covering basketball. So Yep, doing well. Can't complain as always. Just uh, another day. Another day. Another day, another dollar. As another day, another dollar. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Gearing up emotionally for the next three days. Eight games each day to try and get to. Back and forth across Casper, so that'll be fun. If you don't know... I love hoops, so I'm very excited for the hoop season. I hoops is definitely what I it's appointment viewing in my house. Every Sunday I don't move off the couch on on football Sundays, but when basketball season's going, there's nothing quite like it. Nothing quite like it. College, NBA, all of it. Give it give me all of it. So I'm excited. High school hoops. Very excited to see what what the state has to offer this year. Really excited, really intrigued. You probably weren't expecting this one, but I'm intrigued to see how Douglas girls basketball is this season. They lost Allison Fertig, obviously, who, shout out to Fertig, was named Mountain West Player of the Week last week, or Mountain West Freshman of the Week, excuse me, last week. So big deal for her and really hope she's doing well down in Laramie. So, but back to the girls basket, the current Douglas Bearcats team, they look pretty good. I went to practice the other day and I really like what coach Helen Bolt has going there. I, I think that team could be really good and talking to some of the girls and coach Helen Bolt, they're both, 
they're all saying that this is going to be a fun year. You know, opponents actually scoring baskets against them is going to make it a fun season. So I'm, I'm very intrigued to see what, what the girl, the Lady Bearcats have in store. What about you? What are you looking forward to this high school hoop season? Uh, I'm just really looking forward to see how, um, you know, first how the Cheyenne Central kind of comes back with losing a lot of key pieces that we talked to Talich about. And I'm excited to see how uh, the Cheyenne South team kind of, I think they have a lot of potential. I think they could be, make a lot of noise this season and potentially, you know, make, make a run. In the postseason, I'm excited to see that for sure. Um, they're returning four starters from last year, and uh, they have a lot of a lot of experience. So yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of good basketball in Cheyenne this year. Pine Bluffs is going to be really good this year. Um, you know, Stu Eric, uh, Stu. He, he was he he really impressed me last year. Um, on the court for sure. I never, never watched, uh, hadn't watched him play before, but he's, he's a big guy who can dribble and, you know, he just kind of does it all. So excited to see that for sure. Definitely. Anytime Stu Lairwick is competing, you got to be excited for that. Central is obviously, coming off the state title. And as we mentioned, we get, get into with Talich, you know, rebuilding after all of that. But what are your, what are your expectations for the tribe heading into the season? Well, they're definitely going to be really good again, um, especially with Talich kind of leading the way, but they talking to their coach tag lane, they have a lot, um, a lot of size. Uh, I think they have four guys who are, over six foot four. So, you know, that's, that's just a lot of height. That's a lot to deal with for an opposing team. That's a lot of rebounds that you're not going to get. And it's just, you know, that's what central thrived on last year was efficiency and uh, rebounding. And it seems like that's not going away anytime soon. So yeah, you know, um, they're obviously going to be contender again. Uh, it's hard to replace guys like Lawson Levering and Brady Storbo, but they're going to still be there, you know, um, in the mix and probably going to the state tournament. And, you know, maybe they'll win a game or two at state. Maybe maybe they'll go all the way again. Who knows? But certainly can't count Central out, even though they lost some key guys. Yeah, no doubt you – just got to get into that state tournament and anything can happen really with the way the format is set up. Any opponents that you have circled on the schedule that you're looking forward to seeing, you know, someone not in Cheyenne coming into town. I certainly am looking forward to seeing how Deegan Williams has improved or added to his game. The guy last year in the little bit that I saw, he was a really good facilitator. He could really get his get his teammates involved. And I'd like to see, you know, what he can do step stepping up playmaking for himself. I'd like to see some of that growth in his game. Maybe he's brought it for his senior year. 
but we'll see. What about you? Any any opponents that you've got circled that you're like, man, I, I'd like to see those guys play? I've been waiting for the Talich and Deegan Williams matchup since those guys played. They play so similar, and they both just get into the paint. I mean, I've been thinking, waiting for those guys to play for – to see that matchup again, you know, since – since since the state championship game and uh yeah they just play so similar Deegan can get to the paint so well and same with Talich and it, they're just and they're both I, they just match up so well together and it's fun to watch them play and yeah that's definitely the guy who I'm thinking of too because you know when, when you think of the top guys around the state a lot of them graduated so uh, that he definitely stands out to me no doubt. Deegan will be a fun watch for anybody, no matter who the opponent is, whether it's Talich on the other side or someone else. But that Talich-Deegan battle, that Talich-Deegan battle, whenever it does come, is that's appointment viewing right there. That's whatever you're doing, figure out a way to be in the gym or by your computer watching that one for sure. Another guy that uh, I'm looking forward to seeing on – on the basketball floor, Riverton's Lucas Engel. He's so tall. He and he's pretty athletic from what I've seen. So I'd, I'd like to see what he can do on the basketball floor. It's his senior year. So shout out to Riverton. I know we've given them some grief on the podcast before, but very much looking forward to seeing the Wolverines out there on the basketball floor and especially Lucas Engel hooping it up. But to another guy who's tipping off tomorrow, his season, Nathaniel Talich from Central. Love talking to Talich. Great interview, as always. So enjoy this with Central's Nathaniel Talich right now. All right, one of our favorite guys to talk to right now on the podcast with us. He's the man who drilled a three in Casper that st- – just destroyed the hearts of everybody in Thunder Basin last year in the state tournament, in the state championship game, if we're being exact. It's Nate Talich, central guard. Nate, how's it going? Really appreciate you coming on the podcast with us. How you been? I'm good. How are you? Just just hanging out, a lot of basketball, and we're ready for tomorrow. I asked you, I didn't even know before we started this interview that you guys open with Riverton. Mm. What's the excitement like just heading into that first game? Just be back on the floor. You know, I, I've missed when March 12th, when it, when that ended, I missed being on the court. I couldn't go out every day, see my buddies at practice or Thursday nights, go out and play under the lights with my guys anymore. So that's what I'm excited about for tomorrow. So, I mean, you're going in, it's kind of a, just almost a brand new roster for you guys. You obviously lost a lot of production. Um, You you know, you got a lot of young, young guys stepping in. Who can you see kind of stepping in? I know your brother's coming in, um, a couple of other young guys. Who can you see stepping in and kind of making a big impact for you guys? Um, Obviously, Jackson Whitworth, uh, he's probably going to be running the point a lot. Uh, he's going to be a big part in handling the ball and guarding, guarding their point guard. Um, you know, Chase, my brother, and James Brown, two sophomores. They're gonna, they're gonna have to step it up really big time. Um, they're going to be a key part of our season too. 
And then, you know, our big Adam Gerdes, who's finally coming out, a uh, really athletic guy. So if we can get those guys rolling, we should be, we should be pretty good. And you guys are so, you know, you lost so much length, but what's crazy is it's being replaced with, you know, just what, how many guys do you have over six, four again this year? Three, four guys. Um, uh, yeah, three, I'd, five or four or five. Yeah. Four or five guys, you know? So how big is that for you guys to be able to just replace almost, I'm not saying these guys are going to be Lawson Lovering or Brady Storbo, but you know, they're you're coming in with this size and this length to replace what was lost. You know, how big is that? It's, it's going to be a big part of what we're going to do. You know, rebounding is going to have to be a big, big part in our basketball game um, defense as well. You know, last year we could sit in a zone and no one could shoot over us because we were so big all around. And then this year's zone, we're going to have to actually play a little bit more man zone, if that makes sense. So if you guys are going to a little bit more zone, where are you in the zone? Are you, are you up top? Are you pressuring the ball? Yeah, I'll be up top pressuring the ball as much as I can. If not, I'll – if Rig, Isaiah Rig comes in, then I'll be at the bottom trying to rebound my best. So which, which of those roles do you relish the opportunity to have? You know, both of them. It, it's kind of weird. I don't prefer one or the other mo more than the other one. You know, when I'm down low, I get a rebound, maybe block some shots. But when I'm up top, it's I can pressure the ball as much as I want, look for steals and runouts. So I don't, I don't favor one more than the other. Block some shots. It, that's big talk from you. I've seen you. I'm a few inches taller than you here. I don't remember blocking many shots myself. So who, what's your best block? What's your best block shot, whether it's in a game or maybe, I don't know, if you got lost in practice or something like that? If I got lost in practice, it was when he had the ball low and I just hit it up. <laughs> and I made sure he knew I blocked it. But I if think that's <laughs> – go ahead. But if it's in a game, you know, maybe uh, someone turns the ball over, it's LeBron chase down block. If that's going to be, if anything. I think Talich has got as a, might be a little taller than you, man. I think, what are you standing? 6'3", almost 6'4"? Six, 6'3 six, and a half. Yeah, he's yeah. got me a little bit. He's got me a little bit. So You must so have good. grown since the last time I've seen you. Just a little bit. Not much, just a little bit. That's a good thing, though. That's a good thing. <laughs> Hopefully it keeps going up. I love it. I love it. You're so big at the point guard position, you know, kind of like the Cowboys have – they have Hunter Maldonado running the point guard there, and um, they use him in the post a lot. And, you know, talking to Tag, he said, we know how great you are in the post, um, you know, just finishing and you're great around the rim and whatnot. Is that going to be more of an emphasis – for you this year is, you know, getting and letting you kind of do your thing on the block? You know, kind of, kind of weirdly enough that we lost a bunch of guys last year. I feel like my role is just to be the same as last year's, you know, not force too much, but also if there's an opportunity, uh, I need to need to try and capitalize on it. So you're getting, a, you're getting taller on me that that hurts my soul. But uh, it's good for your basketball career. What what do you what have you added to your game since last season? You know, weirdly enough, a lot more range to my three pointers. And I mean, I I can shoot from wherever, and 
with confidence. If I miss it, I'll you know I'll shoot it again if I'm wide open. Shoot or shoot. That's the mentality. Mm. I love it. Was that was that an emphasis for you in the offseason was to develop because we saw you have some range and you were you were efficient from the outside, especially in March last year. Was that an emphasis for you in the offseason? Yeah, you know, kind of weirdly enough, when regionals hit, I was looking forward to next season and kind of the end of that season, too, to where guys are going to start double teaming me and letting me shoot more because they don't want me to drive. So if I can knock down some threes, maybe that'll give me more space to drive. So we were talking about it a little bit before the podcast, before we started rolling here. What are the goals for the season? What do you, what does Nathaniel Talish want to accomplish this year? Well, first of all, he wants to be one and zero every day. You know, getting better at practice—that's a win. Practice can't be a, a negative thing for me. It's I look forward to practice every day. Um, every game's got to be one and zero. And you know, I'm just—I just want the team. We want to win state, and that's what I want to do. And I could—I could care less about if I'm named Gary player of the year or not. I know Coach Lane likes to hear that answer. I know your teammates are probably just as focused on winning that state title. How good did it feel? You know, it's it's been almost a year here. You've had some time to soak in that state championship glory. How good did that feel to win that state title last year? It, it felt super good. I mean, it's still – there's not a day I don't think about it. No matter what part of the game, I still think about it. I watch, I rewatch it on NFHS maybe twice a week. Uh, I just, I love to relive it. Twice a week, huh? That's, that's pretty cool. After, yeah. so after the first month or so after that game, how often would you watch it? It might have been an everyday thing. You know, when I came back, I, my dad wasn't on the TV. I said, all right, I got it. Turned on NFHS and I'd rewatch it. I rewatched the whole state tournament. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, <laughs> kind of talk tying that all in. I tweeted out earlier this fall when you had the double pass. You seem to love to make big plays when you come up here to Casper. What what is that? What's up with that? You know, I don't I don't know. I just every time every time I go back to Casper now, I think of I think of March twelfth when we won that state championship. I mean, I drove up to go hang out with some buddies and First thing in my mind was we won state here. You got to leave a good impression every time I come here. I love it. I love it. Well, what what do you think you guys need to do in order to get to that state title game? Defense. We need to out-rebound every team, I think. Um, We need to be really good in the post and make – we're going to have to knock down a lot more threes than we did last year. You know, last year we were big enough and more and efficient enough to trade threes with twos. Like you said in one of your podcasts, not a lot of teams find success in that, but we did. So we can't, we can't really do that this year. We're going to have to start knocking down some threes. Yeah. You guys, you guys could trade threes with twos. I think you were the most efficient team in the state last season. I think you were the, led the state in rebounding as a team last season. Is that just a big emphasis for, um, you know, Coach Lane and the team overall? Because you even pulled down five boards a game last year. Yeah, and Coach Lane preaches rebounding during games. It's – they can't score if they don't have the ball. So, every time the ball 
is not in their hands. We need to have it, whether that's a rebound, a pass, balls on the floor. And for me, I take I take a lot of pride in rebounding, not just because it's a stat, but I know if they don't have it, I'll have it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, Cody won the state championship at football this year. It's your yeah. cousin, right? Yeah. Were you able to go watch that game? No, my dad and I were at a at a hunting banquet. We were we were watching it though. We were watching it though. I made sure he was doing good and I was proud when he won it. Back to back for him, proud of him. Yep, back to back. A lot of Talich's winning state championships this year. Going into this year, what was the biggest thing you took away from last season? Maybe a couple of things that those older guys taught you that are gonna kind of carry with you into this year as you're gonna be just uh, the big leader of the team, definitely. Play every game like it's your last, you know, talking to Brady Storbo for the last time on a basketball court and Lost and Lovering and all those guys. Even though we won it, my heart kind of hurt because I knew that was the last time we were going to play basketball with those guys. So every day I just try and make it the most with my teammates around me and play like it's my last. What You, br- you bring up those older guys. You guys definitely had a senior laden team what did they teach you the most that you know they taught me a lot like to be patient you know it's always a process like my sophomore year we lost regionals we didn't make it to state that was part of the process weirdly enough we needed to go through that and I think with this next season these first games is going to be that loss and that loss at regionals. It's going to be tough. It's not going to be easy. None of these games are going to be easy. So I think they just taught me how to be, how to be tough and mentally tough. And no matter what things will always get better. Things can always be better. That's, that's a good thing to keep in the back of your mind. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, as you know, we like to wrap it up talking about food here. We we've gotten a, a burger recommendation from you before. I'm pretty sure. So we're going to switch it up a little bit and ask you, what's your go-to pregame meal? What's on the Nathaniel College <laughs> plate before uh, a big basketball game? You know, every time we're in Gillette, we always go to Perkins. No matter what time it is, we'll get there at 8 in the morning. You'll always see me ordering a salmon with mac and cheese and a chocolate milk. Did you say salmon? Salmon, oh, mac and cheese, and chocolate milk. <laughs> Yeah, that's the reaction I get. Mac and cheese and and chocolate milk. Yep. Now, you got to walk me through this here. When you first saw salmon on the menu at Perkins, you're like, oh, yeah, salmon. That's the way to go. This is Perkins. This is America. You get some fresh-caught salmon at Perkins. I mean, what's what sparked the inspiration behind the salmon? And I love salmon. You can ask. You can ask anyone from last year. You can ask my parents. It's anywhere that go we go that has salmon. Even Texas Roadhouse, I'll get salmon. It's just if salmon's on the menu, Nate's got to have it. <laughs> That's pretty I, funny. I don't care if it's at Perkins. If if it's, I, I'll try it anywhere. <laughs> and that, I will say, that was the best salmon I've ever had. Was at Perkins in Gillette. Wow. That's pretty, pretty wild right there. Yeah, it's it's good, amazing. especially the like the teriyaki glaze. That that was nice. Eight a.m. 
Salmon for Nate Talich from Perkins. Yep. I'm the same way with coleslaw. If there's coleslaw on the menu, I'm going to try it. So, but that's, there you go. Uh, yeah. Got to try it. I, I've this, just got to let this soak in. <laughs> salmon at Perkins. I, I can't knock it because I haven't tried it, but it is an adventurous choice. I love it. I love it. Nathaniel Talich, Central Guard. Really appreciate your time. Glad there are no salmon on your schedule this year. Good <laughs> luck this year. Good luck tomorrow against Riverton. Looking forward to watching. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that with Central's Nathaniel Talich. Salmon and mac and cheese. Salmon at Perkins. I mean, so, woo, salmon, dude. I love that answer. I mean, if he's faking it and he's really not getting salmon at Perkins, we're going to find out. And frankly, I'm, I'm tempted now to go to Perkins and try the salmon, even though I'm not a big salmon guy. But Talich swears by it. Talich swears by the Perkins salmon. What, what, I mean, what was going through your head when he said that, Robert? I was a little confused. I thought he said a Sammy at first, like a sandwich, because I didn't know they sold salmon at Perkins. But, um, yeah, it caught me off guard for sure. I, uh, I, I, I was confused. And then it was 8 a.m. when he was talking about 8 a.m. And it threw me, it threw me off. But I said, yeah, I was just lost there for a second. I did not realize that Perkins had salmon on the menu either. That is – a shock to my system, honestly, but good for Talich, man. I love that he said, no matter what, no matter what, the, the Gillette Perkins, shout out to the Gillette Perkins for filleting up. I'm guessing it's filleted or grilled. However it's prepared, it's perfect for Nathaniel Talich, the salmon. So, whew, I might have to. Might have to get brave and uh, give it a shot. I don't know, though. I don't know. That's that's pretty brave. That's like that's like free soloing the Tetons right there. That's that's how brave you have to be, I think, to get salmon and mac and cheese at, at Perkins. Not to mention a glass of chocolate milk to wash it all down. If you try it, if you're listening at home and you try it. Yeah, the chocolate milk was pretty interesting too. Chocolate milk and salmon. Pretty wild. I, I'm sure that's like a a normal breakfast, lunch, and dinner meal for people in Alaska. I guess it builds bone strength. Isn't fish good for your bones? It's good for your system. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um yeah, I couldn't tell you. I didn't study nutrition. We need a dietitian's expert expertise to break down the health benefits of salmon mac and cheese, salmon mac and cheese and chocolate milk. <laughs> oh, only from only from Nathaniel Touch could you get such a wild answer. That unbelievable. I love it. I love it. And I hope you guys have loved this podcast. Certainly appreciate everybody who's been listening, subscribing, leaving a rating and review on the podcast. 
Really appreciate all of that. It means the world to Robert, myself, Josh as well on previewing the pokes. We're going to try to get some previewing the pokes going with hoops. Tough result as we're recording right now at Arizona. Jeff Linder's team is down a large, a large number in Tucson, but that's not, that's not unfamiliar for many opponents into uh, the McHale center, but want to say shout out to Shakewell for the music. We'll talk to you again next week. Baby